forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, coming up on Friday's show, we are not going to take your phone calls. We are not going to take your phone calls on Friday's Montana Talks. You're going to have to show up. You're going to have to come down to the Gates Show in Glendive, the 45th Annual Gates Show, and come and see us. Uh, that's why we've got the phone lines open today because, uh, yeah, we're going to have open microphones in Glendive for the Glendive Agri-Trade Expo uh, this Friday. Always great to get back and see our friends in Glendive. One of the that's really cool they are going to have an entire row set up and it's going to feature nothing but montana made products and north dakota made products so so a whole row of montana and north dakota made products right there in the heart of mondakistan so it's going to be a great time on friday definitely want to open up the phone lines for you today if you've got reactions to the state of the union address last night or sarah huckabee sanders response uh, or anything else you want to talk about give us a ring 406 294 0970. Uh, I want to start this morning, though, uh, by by talking about a legislative update from the uh, Montana Capitol and what's going on in the Montana legislature. Obviously, this debate uh, over the, the radical uh, transgender agenda has, has really dominated the session thus far. The good news is, is two pieces of legislation in particular are, are gaining significant momentum and moving forward. You've got House Bill 303. By Representative Amy Regeer out of Kalispell, that's the bill that would protect doctors and nurses and other healthcare professionals from being forced into taking part in these these surgeries that would remove healthy body parts from healthy kids, or if they were forced to give medications. Uh, that would fundamentally alter the lives of these little children, all in the name of this radical transgender agenda. So House Bill 303 has gained support of the entire House chamber in big uh, majorities. Uh, Similarly, Senate Bill 99, SB 99, in the state Senate has also moved for, I think it passed the first two readings, and uh, I understand it will go for a third reading later today. Here's uh, the latest report from Jeff Lasloffy with the Montana Family Foundation. Two weeks ago, we told you about a five-hour hearing on Senate Bill 99 that took place in the Senate Judiciary Committee. The bill, as you may recall, would stop doctors from performing gender transition procedures on minors. With the explosion of kids now claiming to be transgender, Montana and 20 other states have decided to address the problem. It all stems from the fact that some kids are genuinely gender dysphoric. That is, they believe they are actually the opposite sex. It's an actual malady in some individuals, but there's no way the number we're seeing now are genuinely gender dysphoric. As we're discovering, it's more a function of peer pressure as kids spend more and more time on social media. The problem is that unlike other phases that every kid goes through, sex change procedures or gender-affirming care, to use the politically correct term, often results in irreversible, lifelong changes that can leave a child sterile and physically and mentally damaged. One example is Chloe Cole. At age 12, she was given puberty blockers. Beginning at 13, she was given massive doses of testosterone. At 14, she went through menopause. At 15, she had a double mastectomy, and by age 16, realized she made the greatest mistake of her entire young life. And to add insult to injury, it's not reversible. 
Senate Bill 99 simply says, wait till you're 18 before you begin this process. 85% of those experiencing gender dysphoria will have outgrown it by then, and those who haven't can then make these irreversible decisions as an adult. Needless to say, the bill is controversial, and emotions reached a fever pitch yesterday as the bill was debated on the Senate floor. After nearly an hour of heated debate that involved emotional pleas, objection after objection being raised, and at one point, the bill's sponsor yelling across the chamber that a Democrat senator had just lied about him, the vote was finally taken. Our side won by a margin of 28 to 21. The final vote takes place today at 2 o'clock, and if our numbers hold, the bill will pass from the Senate to the House. Five Republicans voted against the bill, including Wendy McCamey of Great Falls, Walt Sales of Bozeman, Dan Solomon of Ronan, Terry Vermeer of Anaconda, and Jeff Wellborn of Dillon. If any of these senators are from your district, you might give them a call and urge them to change their vote to yes when the final vote is taken. The phone number is 444-4800. That's 444-4800. All right, great update there from Jeff Lasloffy from the Montana Family Foundation. And, uh, yeah, even if you go to ledge.mt.gov, you can send messages to your lawmakers that way. Uh, or uh, there's a great legislative guide uh, that the Montana Electric Cooperatives Association have put out that you can use uh, in electronic. They have an app version uh, and a handheld version of that legislative directory as well. A great point that Jeff Lazloffy made there is they're not banning transgender care. If somebody wants, you know, wants to uh, change how they identify, they want to remove even body parts, as shocking as that may be to you and me and others, they're not, they're not saying you can't do that. They're saying you can't do that to little kids who are not in a place to make that sort of a decision that would impact the rest of their life. In fact, uh, State Senator uh, Keith Regeer at a Kalispell, he is the chair of the House Judiciary Committee. He was quoted making a similar point by the Flathead Beacon uh, at the, you know, just, uh, just last week. Uh, he says the bill is basically saying wait till you're 18. How many other things do kids have to wait until they're 18 to be able to do? So you don't think that kids should have to wait until they're 18 before they're getting body parts chopped off? Whether it's their chest or uh, or or organs, uh, they they could basically sterilize them for the rest of their life. Yeah, it's this is is a no brainer vote when it comes to Senate Bill ninety nine. Just like it is a no brainer vote to support our doctors and our nurses with House Bill three hundred three as well. Hopefully those uh, those lawmakers that uh, Jeff mentioned will to enter or win open to u.s residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return promotion ends 4223 visit jackson for rules serving the great state of montana from the peaks of the bear Tooth to the banks of the clark fork river this is montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, phone lines are open, and we've got lines open for you right now. So if you call now, we should be able to get to you uh, pretty quickly here. 406-294-0970 is the number. Or you can message us uh, through the Montana Talks app. Heck, you could even call us through the Montana Talks app. There's a little call button. You just press the button, calls the studio. You don't even have to remember the phone number. It'll just uh, connect you right through. 
We do have an update on that crazy story I told you about yesterday where Montana Senator Steve Daines was suspended from Twitter. He was suspended from Twitter all because of a hunting photo. It was a hunting photo of him and his wife, Cindy, and the uh, the beautiful antelope uh, that Cindy uh, shot in eastern Montana. And uh, it was a great shot, a great antelope, uh, which to me is just a reminder that, uh, that, yes, our women are tougher than your men. Uh, for those blue states out there, yeah, we, th- this message is specifically for you. I think uh, that was kind of my reaction, too, when I saw Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the uh, now Arkansas governor, responding to Joe Biden's State of the Union address last night here, uh, too. You know, whether it's Cindy Daines uh, shooting the antelope or Sarah Huckabee's uh, firing back after the State of the Union address last night, that's our message to those of you in the blue states of California or New York is our women are tougher than your men. No matter how petite they are, they're tougher than your men. But Elon Musk has now spoken. Uh, yesterday after the show, this was actually kind of cool. My friend Matt McCoviak, he lives down in Texas. He used to work in Montana politics uh, back in the day. I think he worked for uh, for Conrad Burns once upon the time. But he is actually the guy who got a response from Elon Musk himself via Twitter. So Matt McCoviak uh, jumps on Twitter. Which is is really funny because Matt, I I know, is currently on his honeymoon uh, down in Mexico. He just got married and he and his wife are on their honeymoon. And I'm like, hey, man, congrats. And and by the way, who else gets a tweet response back from Elon Musk himself on their honeymoon? Uh, So anyway, Matt just said, hey, this is insane. Why is Steve Daines uh, suspended from Twitter just because of a hunting photo? And Elon Musk responded. He said, quote, this is being fixed. The policy against showing blood in a profile uh, photo is being amended to, quote, clearly showing blood without clicking on the profile pic. The intent is to avoid people being forced to see gruesome uh, profile pics. Uh, Gall, if anybody was flipping through the channels on TV on Sunday, you saw more gruesome uh, uh, stuff on uh, on the Grammys uh, than you'd see in somebody's hunting profile photo here. But uh, and, and the other thing is, you look at the photo and there's really not even a lot of blood. There's a couple spackles on right above above the hoof, but but that's about it. It's it really is just a a great photo. I got a kick out of uh, one of our listeners. Uh, one of our listeners saw the photo of Senator Daines and his wife Cindy and said. You know, that, uh, that Cindy, she's such a great shot, uh, they should have had her shoot down the balloon when it was over Montana. So I got a kick out of that one. All right, uh, let's go uh, right into the phone lines here, 2940970. First up, Darren in Helena. Darren, great to hear from you. Hey, Aaron, good morning. How are you doing? Doing great. Yeah, what's going on? Well, yeah, I was listening to your conversation about uh, Senate Bill 99 and House Bill 303, and I had the pleasure of watching both of those. And uh, to me, it really came down to the fact that uh, I guess the opposition to both those bills was doing the equivalent of what we called what we saw the squad do in D.C. when they're removing people from committees. Yeah. Highly emotional, crying, throwing a temper tantrum and doing everything except for address, addressing the actual bill and what it said. They did a master job of trying to distract people from the basic essence of 
you know, wait till you're 18. You know, all these these kids are have to wait until they're an adult for so many things. This one just seems like it's so easy. And I think these five people that you listed deserve a phone call and said what, is, and to be asked why they think young children should be able to make the decision to alter their biology for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I think that's pretty. Why would you chop off the private body parts of these healthy kids with healthy body parts? Uh, you know, when, you know, they're, they're still wondering, hey, I want to be a firefighter when I grow up. Hey, I want to be a police officer when I grow up. But we don't we don't throw on the firefighter, co- you know, outfit and, and send them into the flames. Why would we send them in for the surgery? Because they think that they're that they're supposed to be a different a different uh, sex. Right. Exactly, and it's uh, it, it was pretty disgusting to watch. In a way, I recorded a lot of the video. I think a lot of the constituents of these people in these places around the state need to see what their representatives and senators are saying on the floor inside the state capitol. As we know this, these are busy times, and people don't always have a chance to pay attention. But uh, these are these are worth watching, and these these representatives and senators are worth holding accountable for basically voting against the safety and welfare of children. Yeah, that's right. And then on House Bill 303, it sounds like you watched that conversation. Uh, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm proud of this uh, uh, legislative Republican majority for standing up to defend our doctors and our nurses and other healthcare professionals because clearly uh, they need somebody to speak out on their be- on their behalf and, and protect them from being forced into, into having to perform one of these types of surgeries or procedures uh, on these kids. So so that's a critical move as well. Yeah, you referenced some of the, the antics on the floor. I want to go back and watch it myself uh, and snag some of the audio. I, from what I heard, though, uh, State Senator Steve Fitzpatrick had a great fall, had a great falls, did an incredible job just shutting down the nonsense. Uh, and and because you had like a, the, the Democrat flowers at a Bozeman trying to disrupt everything. And, and Fitzpatrick just kind of basically laid down the law, laid down the rules. And, and shut it down so the process could move forward. Yeah, and I watched that in person. I think that was a very good move uh, on behalf of Fitzpatrick. Flowers, again, Flowers was who I wrote down when I when I envisioned watching the same thing in D.C. with the uh, the temper tantrum, just trying to throw something out there to disrupt all the proceedings and delay the vote, which it wouldn't really change anything. He just kind of showed his his true colors, and, and I, I'm thankful for Fitzpatrick for standing up and saying no. Yeah. This is out of order. They settled it. They got back to the vote, 28-21, it'll, and it'll go to third reading next to last order of business today on the Senate floor. And I look forward to seeing it pass and go forward to the House. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, real quick, hey, by the way, is this Darren Gobb on the phone lines out of Helena or a different Darren? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's the, it's the same one. Okay. I hope it's okay that I, yeah. I should have asked if I used your, your last name, but since we weren't in the break there. The reason I ask is because I, we, we were joking about how they should have had Cindy Danes shoot down this uh, China spy balloon. Uh, <laughs> but you've actually – so you're a retired lieutenant colonel, and I, I spoke with you briefly last week. You actually shot down – these types of balloons uh, in your military career. Uh, so uh, anyway, I know I know our folks across the state would be interested in hearing about that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I can talk about that real quick. But, um, point of clarification on the previous conversation: the uh, the one that's going to a vote today is Senate Bill ninety nine, not House Bill three hundred three. In case uh, that was misunderstood. But, yeah, good point. Um, yeah. Uh, two events over in Afghanistan. One, you know, both times you, you you've had these balloons that would go over a Ford operating base that would. Uh, 
surveil the perimeter of that base and make sure everything was okay. And two times they got uh, un dislodged because of winds and various other things. Uh, one of them I personally had to go puncture with a uh, 7.62 machine gun. And then the second one, that was just a part of coordinating the efforts to get it shot down. And uh, the balloon itself is just fabric. It's not a big deal, but the payload is what matters. And, and in the end, it's not hard. You fly up next to it. You put a bunch of rounds through it. You watch it deflate over time. It will eventually land softly, and you go get you go get the equipment. Um, this Chinese one would have, is obviously higher altitude and a bigger balloon, but the same process could have applied. We should have at least tried it even though I believe we should have blown the thing up well west of Alaska before it even got here in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then uh, I, I threw out this reference last week. I, I remember when in the year 2000, because I remember because it was, you know, I, the communist Chinese wanted to take advantage of the, the division in our country following the Bush v. Gore election, and it was before 9-11, and they, they actually forced one of our uh, P3s uh, one of our uh, spy planes to the ground. And I think you were the one who told me there was actually a Montanan who was on that P-3 when it was forced to the ground. Yeah, uh, I won't, yeah, I'll just simply use the name Jason, but uh, Jason and I went to ROTC together at Bozeman, and uh, he did not want to finish that for his own valid reasons, and he went off enlisted in the Navy and became a Chinese linguist, and, wow. uh, or Mandarin linguist, and uh, he was on that plane when they got uh, forced down onto Hainan Island. And that's just one more example of when nations guard their borders, both air, land, and sea, or all, th all three, air, land, and sea, uh, they're going to do what is necessary to enforce their own homeland security. Uh, the difference they're seeing here is apparently we don't care about that on ground, land, or air. It seems that way, doesn't it? Wide open southern border, uh, the, the, the spy balloon or the intimidation balloon, the China intimidation balloon, as our friend Mary Todd referred to it, showed that they aren't defending our border in the, in the sky either. Uh, Darren, great to hear from you. Thanks, uh, thanks for the phone call. Uh, great to hear your insight. 294-0970, the number for you. Ted in Billings. Oh, wait, no, we lost Ted. Let's see. We got Lou in Billings. Lou, what's going on? Me on this morning, Aaron, and I just want to tell Darren and you, you know, thank you for your service and stuff. But uh, on President Biden or Lion Biden's uh, speech last night, I just want to say every word was was untrue. And um, to the thirty percent of the people that think that Lion Biden's doing a good job and all the demon rats, I just want to tell them. Stop drinking your bath water. It's not good for you, and it's not good for America. And I think Governor Sarah Sanders uh, Huckabee's rebuttal was one of the most outstanding little rebuttals I've ever heard of in, in my life. And uh, Yeah, she was incredible. Thank you. Yeah, she was absolutely incredible, and I think she summed up uh, Joe Biden's speech last night best by saying this. Being a mom to three young children taught me not to believe every story I hear. So forgive me for not believing much of anything I heard tonight from President Biden. As Speaker Gingrich pointed out before the speech, it was going to be a fantasy address, and that it was. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. Recently, U.S. Senator John Tester, a Montana Democrat, and Republican Senator Mike Grounds of South Dakota introduced the bipartisan legislation to protect American farmland from foreign entities. U.S. Senator John Tester. Uh, countries like China and Russia, North Korea, Iran, those places 
don't want to see us exist anymore. The last thing we need to do is let them buy up farmland, which is critical to our food security and to our national security. We hope to get this bill through committee and to the Senate floor and to the President's desk as soon as possible. In addition to protecting American agricultural land from foreign entities, the Promoting Agriculture Safeguards and Security Act would add the Secretary of Agriculture as a standing member of the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States to consider agriculture needs when making determinations affecting national security and require a report to Congress from USDA on the risks posed by foreign takeovers of U.S. businesses engaged in agriculture. As for the last USDA hay report for the state of Montana, alfalfa fair to good quality large 3x4 square bales was seeing a price of $250 a ton. That was the same price range for large squares of good to premium alfalfa as well. I'm Lane Northmond. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, yeah, we had that update from Jeff Lasloffy from the Montana Family Foundation about uh, Senate Bill 99. That's State Senator John Fuller out of Kalispell's bill that would protect kids uh, from this radical transgender uh, surgery agenda. Uh, and uh, one of the lawmakers that... Uh, that uh, Jeff Lasloffy had pointed out, one of the Republicans that voted against SB 99 uh, was uh, State Senator Walt Sales. Uh, Dennison Bozeman sent us a message on the Montana Talks app and says uh, he just lost my vote. Uh, that's what uh, Dennison Bozeman uh, had to say. Uh, let's see. Lori in Billings uh, sent us a message. Two questions. What was being yelled from the floor last night? And what are the Chinese police stations that are being talked about? Uh, well, there were a few things that were being yelled. Uh, I know they, they outright called out Joe Biden for some of his lies last night. This was one of the most egregious actions where Joe Biden was outright lying when he claimed that Republicans want to cut Social Security and Medicare. So they were definitely calling him out for lying here. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans, want Medicare and Social Security sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Anyway, then that back and forth goes on for at least another minute or so. Uh, Again, uh, lacking the dignity and decorum of a State of the Union address. Uh, You heard a portion of it right there. The more laughable moment for those who missed it was this. I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed. (laughs) And beyond that, we're going to need it. Uh, do, do you think? Uh, anyway, just getting laughed at by the chamber there last night for that remark. Uh, what about the Chinese police stations? Yeah, there's uh, there's been news reports how the Chinese uh, are operating operating these secret uh, police stations where basically you have Chinese intelligence operating uh, covertly on the ground in America mainly to spy on their own citizens or their own former citizens. 
and, and in common and in tandem with that also run their own uh, network of, of spies that are here especially in our universities uh, so yeah that's uh, I'm, I'm assuming what Lori was referencing all right next up on the phone lines two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you we've got Marilyn in Billings Marilyn thanks for the call what's on your mind good morning Aaron so um, I, I just want, I know this is maybe seems minor but I, I don't think it is so I was sitting flipping through channels the other day. I very seldom watch TV, and I stopped at the View, and um, they were talking about how ridiculous the the fuss that was being made over the the Chinese spy balloon. It was just stupid. It was just a balloon. Blah blah blah. And Anna, what's her name? She's Hispanic. Um, Navarro, I think. Oh, this is um, the CNN gal, right? Is that? Yeah, I don't watch the View much either. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she said, well, what they really should be shooting down is this. And she held up a, a balloon that was a caricature of President Trump. Hmm. Wow. And I thought, why Why isn't she being censured for violent speech? I mean, every, <laughs> nobody, nobody else can do that, but she can do that on TV. Yeah, if we if we had if somebody uh, used the same type of imagery referring to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, there'd be an uproar. AOC would be screaming and crying about it on the floor of the House of Representatives. But, but oh yeah, but yeah, but there's 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 consistently a, a rules for thee and then rules for me. I think you know equally egregious is and Joe Biden did this last night where he called for a ban basically on AR-15s. And this is the same guy who didn't threaten the Chinese balloon while it was over yep. Montana with fighter jets, but he'll threaten the American people with fighter jets over our gun rights. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, AR-15s, I mean, guns are guns. And the, the large part of America, gun-owning America, is very responsible. Yeah. We, we're very responsible gun owners. Um. And and for him to even mention that is is definitely egregious. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of the view, did you hear this story about how they're having all these uh, this big problem in New York City with all these beached whales? Have you heard about that story? <laughs> no, no. I, yeah, actually, yes, I did. I did read about that somewhere. Yeah, and, um, well, and the reason I say the view is because the, well, the view is filmed in New York City. That's that was my point about the beached whales. I was talking about that oh. it's filmed in <laughs> New York City. Uh. Well, I think it's, it's really disturbing because we have so many people who who are allowed to get away with this kind of thing, um, suggesting that well, somebody should go shoot President Trump. Oh yeah. Well, they've. Or, I mean, Kathy Lee was it? No, not Kathy Lee Giffords. Who's the the crazy redhead one uh, who yeah. chopped off his head for uh, for one imagery? I mean, oh, they've been right. doing this against yeah, Trump. They've been threatening the American people, and with their Antifa yeah. crowd, they've been getting away with actual violence. Uh, but but yeah. they they will try to censor you. They'll try to keep your hunting pictures off of Facebook. Yeah, no, good point oh, all around. Ridiculous. Yeah. Marilyn, thanks for the call. Yeah, so the whole beached whale thing, they've had a number of, of beached whales in New York City, and the main theory is they – the main speculation – again, speculation here – is that the offshore wind 
power projects. If you guys have heard otherwise, uh, you know, let me know. But that, I know that was some of the speculation here. I didn't uh, plan on talking about the view and uh, and beached whales, but hey, you know that's part of the fun. We take phone calls. You never know what we're going to talk about here. But uh, yeah, they think the offshore wind power may have something to do with it, which would be really interesting because then China is not only responsible for the spy balloon overhead. Uh, we're basically paying for all these green energy projects and then giving all the money to China because they're the ones that benefit from all this green energy that's being forced on America right now. All right, Marilyn, great to hear from you. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, who do we got next? Gary in Billings. Gary, what's going on? Yeah, good morning, Aaron. Thanks for taking my call and thanks for your show and your service. Uh, I had a hard time watching Brian Biden last night given all that crap that he's talking about. And my question is, why aren't the Republicans that they have all the information to cut off the head of the snake and stop this going back and forth with China and what he's doing? It's kind of sickening, and, and really uh, we're blessed to know that truth of where, where we're heading, and it's scary. I, I cannot believe that we're that far down the road, but Aaron, uh, I hope that we can get Republicans to stop this before it turns into a war. Well, not just Republicans to stop this cowering to China. But, uh, you know, the American security apparatus, which so far has been doing the bidding of the radical left, uh, if, if there are patriots that truly care about this future, the future of this country, what are you doing to defend against the threat of the communist Chinese and how we are being sold out from from it, from within here right now? Uh, you know, I mean, they, they made up all the Russia collusion hoax against Trump. They got busted for that. They already have Hunter Biden's laptop in possession. They already know about the corrupt b- business dealings between the Biden family and the communist Chinese. We already know about the $54 million going to the Penn Biden Center at the University of Pennsylvania, where all these classified, a lot of these classified documents could also, more of them could be found in addition to what already was found at the Penn Biden Center from before he was president, by the way, from before he had authority to declassify material. Unlike Trump, unlike Obama, who as president did have that authority. Uh, let's see. Joe in Missoula. Looks like Joe has a really interesting topic or question to bring up here. Oh, man, I don't, I don't even want to give you a tip. E, clean nose, healthy life. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest, Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, good. I think Jim in Great Falls has an answer for us here. Uh, Like I said, I wasn't planning on talking about beached whales in New York, but uh, when our producer Travis answers the phone, he'll he'll say, hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? And he's really nice about it. Such a good guy. And and then he'll say, you know, basically in one sense, what do you want to talk about? So Jim in Great Falls uh, apparently has the answer, why whales are jumping out of the ocean. So, uh, Jim, stand by. We want to hear from you. But first, I'm not even going to give you the one sentence uh, that Travis shared with me uh, after he answered the phone from Joe in Missoula because we're just going to go right to it here. Joe in Missoula listening to KMPT. Thanks for your call. What's on your mind this morning? Well, you, 
you know that Max Bacchus is on the board of Alibaba, and he was the ambassador to China for three years. And so he has the Max Bacchus Institute in Missoula. And uh, my feeling was that that should be audited in the same sense that uh, the UPenn situation where the money laundering took place over there. And uh, apparently that's controversial because they wouldn't let me ask that question to the state auditor on News Talk KGBO. They cut me off. Well, but, they might, uh, were, were they, they might have been out of time. Who, who knows? Uh, or, you know, more callers on the line. Because sometimes I'll get the same thing where, man, I'd love to chat with people for the whole hour, but it's like we got four other callers in the line. But, but no, that is a great question. We know, yeah, Max Bacchus is making a Adam Schiff load of money off the communist Chinese right now. He did a short stint as ambassador to China. He was there for the handshake with Hunter Biden and the communist Chinese. He was greasing the skids before Hunter Biden got there. So if he was front and center when the corrupt deals were brokered how much is he a part of the corruption too how is there chinese money going into these these baucus whatever garbage institutes at the university of montana i think you're you're exactly right they need to be doing a deep dive send the fbi in if they have to and montana's uh university of montana is a major uh, research institute and the Madsfield Center, which is which is really a a very important organization when it comes to U.S. foreign relations with our friends all along, uh, you, know, uh, you know, all throughout Asia because of the you know the the great reputation of, of former Senate Majority Leader Mike Mansfield, who was from Montana. And so the so the Mansfield Center has a lot of connections and relationships and a lot of influence. And so if there is undue influence vis-a-vis uh, Max Baucus that's taking place, that's even more concerning. Well, thank you for taking my call. Thanks, Joe. Uh, yeah, no, th- that's a great question. No, uh, and, you know, if you read uh, Peter Schweitzer's book, I was talking with Mary Todd out of the Flathead Valley, whose son was killed by the communist Chinese, o- over national security issues, by the way. Uh, I was talking with her. If you read Peter Schweitzer's book, Red Handed, about politicians on both sides of the aisle who are selling us out to the communist Chinese, there's about six pages of Peter Schweitzer's book that are all about Max Baucus. Speaking of uh, money changing hands, Tim Adams. Now, I haven't independently verified this myself yet, but Tim has always been a good source. Tim Adams said this on Twitter. Forty-five days before FTX collapsed, They gave John Tester $2,900 from an address in the Bahamas. The Montana Democrat Party also took $10,000 from FTX. And then Tim Adams asked this question, is anybody in the Montana News going to ask if this money will be returned to the defrauded investors or if they're going to keep this stolen money. Uh, Yeah, I haven't seen any other news outlets uh, report anything about uh, FTX donations to Tester and the Democrat Party. All right, what about the beached whales in New York City? Jim in Great Falls, thanks for the call. Well, I think the only difference between the Californians moving to Montana and the whales on the beach is the whales didn't cause their problem, where the Californians soiled their own sheets in their state, said it fixing their mess. They left it, 
and then uh, the fires and the floods come and wash all their garbage out into the ocean while the Californians leave their mess and move to Montana to recreate where the poor whales and all the rest of the fish are just being completely poisoned with all the garbage that we've allowed to go in, and they've got nowhere else to go. They don't have another ocean to move to, and so they're just trying to get out of there and and, uh, get some fresh air, but they don't realize they can't live out here. So (laughs) people keep trying to figure out why the whales are on the beach. They kind of need to realize that uh, it's real simple, Uh, uh, all the garbage flushing into the toilet, so to speak, kind of like picking a politician. It's like going and getting the bananas at the grocery store. You can't buy them individually. You buy them in a group. You try to find each individual, make sure there's not any bad to them, but you got to take them as a group. And they start out really green, and then you take them home, and then they start to turn, and then in the end, they become rotten. And the, that's the, the produce doesn't last as long as it used to, it seems, these days anymore, does it? All right, Jim, well, thanks for the call. Uh, we are very short on time, but I want to sneak in one more caller, Candy in Missoula. Candy, what do you want to share? About uh, 30 seconds to go. Yes, I want to say bravo, Joe, from Missoula. I've been waiting for this for a long time, an investigation into Max Bacchus. He's one of the dirtiest people I can think of, and I think they should go through that uh, Max Bacchus Institute. Yeah, Bravo, with, a, with a fine-tooth comb, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking yeah. like Spaceballs, like the comb from the movie Spaceballs when they're combing the desert. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. Yeah. I, yeah, no, you're exactly right. Well, now who would investigate that? Would the U.S. Attorney's Office be a part of that? Oh, his son got rewarded with a job inside the U.S. Attorney's Office. Hmm, the corruption is thick, isn't it? <laughs> 